Welcome, friends. My name is Tay Nix. Welcome to the Expat Files. This is where we get together and talk about some of the really good communities taking shape in various parts of the world. My specific focus is the Americas. And the reason for that is anybody in North America, if you're going to create a bolt hole, um, if you're looking to plant your flag elsewhere, the best place the best places still available for North Americans, unless you have ancestry in some other part of the world, is going to be Central and South America and North America too. There's going to be plenty of spots in North America where maybe it makes sense to circle the wagons and sit tight. But you know, my argument here, we back up a second, right? I think part of the message of Expat Files and certainly my message to anybody paying attention is the biggest advantage you have right now is that we know what's coming next. And by that, I just mean, if you understand the rhyme of history at all, there's no mystery to how these kinds of situations unfold. And make no mistake, the countries of North America in particular are in a big, big pickle. And things are likely to get very unpleasant before this entire situation gets resolved. And by situation, I think you know what I mean, whether it's banking problems or currency devaluations or massive loss of wealth and possibly loss of life. Um, case in point, talking about history, you know, in August of 1914, Europe went mad. And the killing didn't stop, really didn't stop until... 1945, but even then, right, lots of people were so bereft and destitute. That's 31 years of slaughter. It's a lot of killing. It's a lot of chaos. Don't think that it can't happen in North America. I do believe, God forbid, if it lasts 31 years, uh, we'll never recover because Europe has never recovered. But I don't no, and I don't believe necessarily that we'll have trouble for that long, but just be mindful that nobody in Europe expected that to happen. One of the really excellent works of, of the period piece by a really excellent author, Stefan Schweig, an Austrian who was born in, I believe, 1880, 81, maybe. And so he watched the dissolution of the Austrian Empire, the most cultured, most cosmopolitan, multicultural kind of empire, very similar right, to what we have now in the U.S. And there was no way that it could hold together. And so it didn't hold together. And he wrote about what it was like to be in exile, what it was like to watch um, a property not far from Hitler's hangout, what it was like to be in Europe at that time and to watch Europe just blow its brains out, not once, but twice. And even the interwar years were really just everybody catching their breath so that they could do it all over again. And the madness of watching that many people kill themselves and kill each other and the tremendous loss of dignity and the unbelievable loss of, of wealth and status that so many people had to experience. Don't think that it can't happen in North America. I think anybody with a lick of sense understands that there are a lot of people with a lot of weaponry 
And there's even people who are stupid enough to think that somehow war is going to really fix something. Um, and make no mistake, I mean, war is the health of the state. Uh, so if the, the genie of violence gets out of the bottle, it's going to be very, very hard to put it back in. Because one, once, once people start down a path of violence, there's every reason for people who have suffered violence or who have watched their family members be killed and raped and tortured um, to take vengeance. And this kind of thing will spiral on and on until everybody's exhausted and all the, there's nobody left to kill, right? And so we all hope that that doesn't happen. But my message to all of you is you still need to prepare as if it could happen. Because the same stupid ideas that destroyed Europe and that were also tried all across Asia, right? Really, I think what the, the, the current string of crises going on in the United States especially looks like, what it really looks like in Western countries is very similar to, to Mao's Great Leap Forward, where the leader of China just sort of mandated that everybody has to do this, right? And like, let's get rid of small farms and force everybody to work at things that they're not good at and do things they can't be productive at because, you know, we need to modernize, right? And 20 million odd people just starved. Right? That's in living memory of at least the descendants of the people who survived that. Uh, that's not that long ago. right? We have nothing comparable to that in North America. It's very, very worthwhile to stop and remember right? that it's the, the party that's been going on in North America for so long. When it does come to an end, right now things are still pretty good while I'm recording this. But when it does come to an end, it's going to be very unpleasant and it could be far more unpleasant for far longer than most people realize. And so I put together the expat files. Um, I like shooting a video here at the end of the week, right? It's cigar and cocktails time. I have a little kombucha with uh, some good Kentucky bourbon. So here's to you if you're watching. Um, but uh, my point is, right, by all means, let's not lose our sense of humor. The purpose of the expat files and the reason that I put this together is to talk about some of the things that need talking about and to solicit conversation and commentary from all of you. I will also have guests that will be joining us. Uh, everything from you know my offshore banker, um, property managers and developers in various parts of the world. I want you to know what I know about all the great spots that still remain that you could get to that you still have time. You know, as I'm recording this, there's still time to make the kind of move that you need to make if you and your family are going to be safe. Um, as the old saying goes, it's better to be five years, better to be years too early than five minutes too late. And so, no, having set myself up now in several different countries and several different jurisdictions, quite pleasantly, I might add. Um, I have less concern and less fear for myself personally and my family. You can see my son's picture in the background there. Um, but if you have kids and you have a sizable, any amount of wealth, right, you have to understand that you're a target if you have wealth in North America. And unless you have political power, in which case you're probably not watching this, but unless you have some kind of political power, you're a target. You're actually a beef cow to these people. And make no mistake, 
right? They are coming for your wealth. There's no way out for the government. There's no way out for the Fed. They are trapped and they know it. And the people inside who run the money and run the institutions understand it as well. And so back to my overriding, uh, and I'll leave you with this, you know, back to my overriding theme for this initial installment of the expat files. We know what happens in these situations. If you're not a good student of history, I'm going to help you with that. I'm going to teach you what I know. I'm going to share with you what I hear about the rhyme of history and the same kinds of similar, not just bad ideas, but the actual dynamics. Like once money printing gets past a certain point, it's inevitable what's going to happen. Once uh, you know you have the kind of ebullience that we have in the in, in markets and asset prices have gone past a certain stage, and everybody thinks that they're wealthier than they actually are. Well, that's a very very one way bet. So at some point, a lot of people are going to hit their heads on reality, and you don't want to be the one hitting your head on reality in a way that actually costs you uh, everything that you've worked for, or even your safety. Or your family safety and your life. Expat Files is here to make sure that that doesn't happen to you because it doesn't have to happen to you. I'm going to talk about the, the, the wonderful situation I'm in here in the Caribbean. I mean, is any place really going to be perfect? No, right? When the world enters this kind of breakage, right, there's no possible way you're going to find one place that's going to tick all the boxes. But man, I found a few. And they're really, really excellent. And there's even a place in Central America that I'll show you and, and tell you about. Um, I mean, I think if the world ended, they might not even know it, right? They might not even get the memo. Um, it's that pleasant and it's that disconnected from some of the things going on. And, uh, and so we'll go through and we'll talk about the kinds of things that you look for. If you need to relocate, if you need to get your family to a safe area, for some period of the next decade, who knows how long, but for the next several years, it's going to be very important that you have all your ducks in a row so that you can get on a plane or take whatever transportation is available and get to a, a, a new hideout, new crib, some kind of landing pad where you know that you can operate, where you know you're safe and you can still be fed, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so that's what we're going to be covering. In these podcasts, I'm going to bring you special guests, all kinds of expertise. Uh, I write about this on a more or less daily basis. Um, have no delusions about the danger that's coming, but also don't forget this. We're living at a time when individuals can carve out their own little fiefdoms and set themselves up with greater independence and autonomy than at any other time ever in the history of the human race. That's very comforting to think about the resources and the kinds of uh, the kind of autonomy that you can create for yourself, probably in a small community of people, because it still makes sense to do that for a million different reasons, not least of which is safety and just division of labor. Your ability to ride out tough times is better than it's ever going to be. So you need to take action to make sure that you're in the right place when the moment comes. And that's what I'm going to help you do uh, and the experts that I bring on to talk to you. Okay. So thank you again for tuning in. Welcome, right? 
I have put together a, uh, a short white paper just sharing some of my thoughts. I think it's very important to have your head on straight about the dynamics of violence, the dynamics of government, what the state actually is. It's very important. This is not a, a ranting uh, anti-state kind of uh, 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 diatribe. It's more my attempt to just make sure you need to be thinking clearly about exactly what the state is. The government is not your friend. These people are not coming to help you. Okay. The, the war, if you will, that's already begun is a war between people with institutional state power and people without it. And that's what it is. And so it's valuable to think clearly about what's taking place because without that, without a clear understanding of your responsibility for what you need to do, you're still going to have some kind of lingering belief that, yeah, but that can't happen because, you know, XYZ agency is going to come save us. It's like, no, actually, they're not. And they're not only not coming to save you, they may be coming to, to cause you harm, right? When push comes to shove and the government has been politicized beyond any kind of reasonable discussion where... It's like, wait, don't these institutions exist for the people and the citizens of the country? Yeah, but not anymore. Okay. And I'm not trying to convince anyone of that. If you still believe, right, the whole the whole COVID ordeal was what the powers that be told you that it was, I can't help you. And you have no business being on this podcast or on this channel. And good luck to you. But if you understand that, right, whatever did happen, it wasn't the story we were told. Let's just say that much and leave it there. And we will talk about these issues and we will talk about some of the very tough things that need to be discussed. But by and large, right, it's very important to have your head on straight about what the state actually is, what they stand for, why you don't want to be putting your, your trust in any kind of, especially governmental institution to, uh, to protect you or be on your side. But the good news is you don't need them. You really don't need them. You don't. I'm here to tell you, you don't, right? When things go to hell, you're going to want to be as far from these people as you can possibly get. And the good news is there's going to be lots of places where good people are going to want to stick together and make sure that things, basically, that people pull through. And then, of course, looking at the other side, and I hope I make it and we all celebrate, and then I shut down the site and we're all finished with this chapter of history, but at some point it will be time to rebuild and so my hope is that if you're tuning into this and you're paying attention, that we're all getting ready to ride out the storm and then come together and rebuild on the other side. Salud.